Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation and is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. We invite you to learn more by visiting healthcareexperience.org. Hello, Healthcare Experience Matters podcast listeners. Today we have a return guest, Timothy C. Morrison. He is the Executive Director of Ambulatory Care and Service Lines with Stanford Healthcare in Palo Alto, California. Dr. Morrison joined us a couple months ago to discuss a really interesting topic addressing burnout among medical assistants. So I will, of course, link to that episode in the description of today's podcast. And I highly encourage those who haven't yet heard it to check it out. Today, we're going to be discussing Timothy C. Morrison's passion for the patient experience, hoping to inspire people that work in this field in this calling of healthcare. And I'm going to start the interview out today by just reintroducing Timothy C. Morrison now. And um, I'm going to have him just tell us a little bit about his professional background and what his current position and role entails with Stanford Healthcare. Well, um, thanks so much for having me back. I'm really glad to be here. So I started in healthcare as a music therapist. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast, but then really got my feet wet as a clinical social worker. And I worked in both adult hospitals and pediatric hospitals and taught in a graduate social program. And then as an administrator, I've led case management, social work, other clinical support teams. And my current role with Stanford Healthcare is leading our ambulatory care and service lines. So I partner with the School of Medicine related to our strategic focus, and then also the clinical operations of our ambulatory clinics report up to me. Thank you for that recap. Now let's get into a little bit about what you enjoy about this job. We'll start on a positive note. What is it that you love in the work that you do and what fuels the passion that you have for this work? Well, I love working in healthcare because of the people primarily and all of these really smart people who just collide all the time and want to do great things. I find it so stimulating. And I also really love the balance of my role. So I sit right in the middle of seeing what patients and families need and how our clinicians work, but I also get to lead our system to do better. And I really like working on thorny problems, things that are really tangled up and kind of pulling all of these great passionate people together to get something done. Okay, well, I do want to ask about, you don't have to get into maybe too too much specifics if you don't want to, but what is an example of a really difficult thorny problem that you um, like to sink your teeth in, so to speak, when other people might, you know, want to back off and not have to deal with something like that? Do you have an example for us? Well, you know, Casey, the one that comes to mind is about Uh, patient access, for instance. So we talk about access and people needing appointments, but that's so complicated. It isn't just, do you have a slot available with a doctor, but what kind of doctor and where do you want to come from? And um, do I want to do it on video or am I interested in just sending you my requests? And then can we match the right doctor with you? And do we have the right diversity in our medical teams and in our clinic locations to sort of meet the diversity of, of the patient requests and needs? And so 
more than just what it can look like, you know, do you have enough slots available? It's so much stickier than that. And it involves the kind of work people want to do. It, in, it involves uh, what people's insurance coverage is like and what the current policies are in terms of reimbursement and where people live and um, can they have transportation? It's just, it's so tangled up in a lot of things that that's the kind of stuff I really like getting involved in. Really, really interesting. So what are some of the bigger challenges of the role that you have It might include what you just talked about, but is there anything else? You know, I think that uh, in jobs that are about people, the hardest part is that there's always so much more that could be done. We can do more. We can serve more. There's more people who need something. And I think this impacts healthcare workers, but it also impacts teachers, law enforcement, social workers, et cetera. And so I think the biggest challenge is keeping that sense of overwhelm away and, and staying motivated to keep making progress. I'm an idealist and I, I wanna like put our idealism to work every day to get things done, but the world can get challenging. And, and I think that that can impact what our motivation is like every day. And so that balance is I think probably the biggest, the biggest challenge. Totally, totally understand that. How do you think your institution goes above and beyond when it comes to elevating the patient experience? Stanford Healthcare, very well-known, very well-respected institution, and it doesn't just get that way by coincidence. So tell us a little bit about how your institution goes above and beyond. Stanford Healthcare is really committed to the patient experience, I think, um, as you said, and I think that our secret sauce is about being disciplined around it. And it's really embedded in our, our daily management and how we work. You know, we train people on it. We hire people who are willing to be invested in the patient experience. We round on it. We listen to people's feedback. We share it. We hold our teams accountable to set targets all the time. Every month, we have an expectation that all leaders round on patients in their areas or other areas. We also need to round on all the members of their team. Um, And because I work for an academic institution, we also study it. We study our communication, our relationship-based care, and we we keep learning from it. One of the things recently is we've switched to a more dynamic patient experience survey system away from a very well-known national brand of surveys because we need more nimble, more dynamic and real-time feedback from our patients, things that are meaningful. I think that's what we learn from doing this work is we want to really get your information from you right away and implement what's going to make a difference to a patient and family quickly. We we focus on what impacts our patients most, like their relationships with their doctors. And so we have communication courses and coaching. We love to involve our patients and families in a variety of advisory groups and committees to help us to help us keep growing. So I think that we've taken a very holistic uh, view of the patient experience and have thought about how it's me as an individual, my team, the environment, and what do we do that's really going to make an impact for the individuals we're trying to care for. Very good. And is there any other ways that you think that healthcare institutions in general can get more strategic when it comes to elevating that patient experience? I think the strategy is in pausing and thinking about doing what's really meaningful to your patients and families. And it changes all of the time. So your strategy has to be nimble and and flexible. And We have to realize that our teams focusing on a metric or the numbers, it helps us, but there's a story behind that. 
And so the stories are what tell us what we need to do. And if our teams get so locked into moving a number or a measure, then they might lose focus on providing outstanding patient care every day. So I think for healthcare leaders, it's about free up your people to do what matters and what brought them into this work. Empower your leaders to do what makes a difference to patients and families right then at the front line. And that's what's going to move the patient experience. Okay, very well said. And at the beginning of this interview, you did mention that your background was originally in music therapy. So I know that we would definitely want to have you back on to discuss that more at length. Um, But real quick, maybe as like a teaser to a future episode, why don't you tell listeners a little bit about your work in music therapy and if there's anything, any takeaways from music therapy in general that busy healthcare workers or anyone facing burnout might, you know, be able to learn from. So music therapy is in a variety of settings. Probably lots of healthcare workers interact with music therapists. And and my work as a music therapist was primarily in um, acute psychiatry. And I also did some work in hospital settings, uh, people having uh, chemotherapy infusions, also people going into surgery, helping them reduce anxiety before a surgical intervention. And so it's, it's using music as a tool in your intervention. I think one of the most important parts about music therapy, which we can apply to everybody, is music therapists learn to start with where the person is in front of them. This place that we've got to start with what the person's giving us and then move them forward. So it might sound like motivational interviewing or some other things that other clinicians know, but all the time, I think reflecting on the fact that whomever we're working with, a leader, a patient, you've got to first start from where they are. And then we can move somewhere together. That is going to be a very interesting topic to cover because I think there is so much to learn from music therapy that our listeners could benefit from in the future. I I find that really exciting. So Dr. Timothy C. Morrison has been our guest today, and I'm going to give him the final word. If there's anything else valuable you think our listeners might want to hear about your work the patient experience, anything else that we may have missed. I'm going to use this question as kind of a catch-all. So if there's anything else you wanted to add, let me know now. Uh, thanks, Casey. Just It's such a pleasure to be back here with everybody. And I think um, the thing that just is most present for me right now is how much our healthcare workers have been through in the last couple of years. Um, and so they are also patients and families. And so just the sense that it is about grace with each other, grace with our patients and families, and recognizing that we don't know what other people are experiencing. And so our ability to stop, remove ourselves from our own reactions and think about what we're trying to do today and help somebody else, I think that's really the foundation of the the patient experience as well as just being a good neighbor and citizen. Very well said. I think everyone would agree with that. A lot of what we talk about on this podcast goes well beyond the walls of healthcare institutions and and kind of, as you put it, helps us be a good neighbor. And, and I really like how you said that. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today has been Timothy C. Morrison. He is with Stanford Healthcare and Palo Alto, California. He is Executive Director of Ambulatory Care and Service Lines. Thank you again for joining us once again. Thanks so much. Nice to see you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. 
To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.